Dustin Five Star here, letting you know that Memphis Wrestling is back in its old time slot every Saturday at 11 a.m. Instead of turning on your TV, tune in your radio to Cerrito Live on Sports 56 and 87.7 FM. It's the only radio show in Memphis that brings you wrestling talk every single week. Listen to me and my tag team partner, Kay Cerrito, talk pro wrestling on the radio with some of the biggest names in the industry during the Cerrito Live Wrestling Hour. Guarantee you never miss a show by listening on demand at CerritoLive.com or find us wherever you get your podcasts and take that subscribe button to Slap City. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the Cerrito Live Wrestling Hour. Making their way to the radio from Memphis, Tennessee, the home of rhythm and bruise. Please welcome Kevin Cerrito and his tag team partner, Dustin Five Star. Wrestling on the radio. Happy Labor Day weekend and welcome to the Cerrito Live Wrestling Hour. I'm Kevin Cerrito, joined alongside, as always, my tag team partner, your Grizzlies MC, Dustin Five Star. Happy Saturday, Kevin, and welcome to the longest running weekly episodic wrestling segment on the radio. And we're live, pal. We are live. Labor Day weekend, just like Monday Night Raw was live in Memphis at FedEx Forum on Monday. So much to unpack from this past Monday's Raw, including the historic promo between Roman Reigns and John Cena. I do believe that that is something that will be talked about. Depending on how they follow it up, yeah. that promo will be talked about for years to come as, as the fourth wall promo. as uh, Up there with classic promos. Uh, like the pipe bomb. I knew I knew you were going to mention the pipe bomb. I've heard that, uh, and we've talked throughout the week, but you're comparing it to the pipe bomb. It was big. It was huge. It was epic. I just can't believe we're going to get Every, the match at uh, the next pay-per-view. What everybody's talking about it. Everybody is uh, writing about it. Yeah. Like, it is my two favorite wrestlers, Kevin. Oh, my two favorite wrestlers. It's somewhat of a historic promo on Monday Night Raw, but also missing in action, Braun Strowman and Samoa Joe, even though they were advertised. So what we're going to do a little bit later on, we're going to recap Raw in Memphis. We were both there sitting in different parts of the arena, so we'll give our first-hand experiences as well as we want to hear from you a little bit later on. We call it Cerrito Live wire because we're opening up the phone lines we're taking your text i love it and we're taking your tweets of course so you can tweet me at cerrito you can tweet dustin at dustin star you can send us a text six seven one two nine of course if you've never text sports 56 before you gotta text five six join first to six seven one two nine and we'll open up the phone lines as well that is three six oh eight two five five that's nine oh one three six oh eight two five five so we want to hear from you uh what you liked what you didn't like if you were disappointed, what you thought about seeing that promo live, because it really was better live than on TV, because I went back and watched it on TV. Oh, it was I good. It. Live, the crowd was, you could feel the crowd, because everybody on their feet uh, during the, the, the Roman Cena promo. But we'll talk about that a little bit later on, plus our interview with Gallows and Anderson. Oh, yeah, and they did get to beat up John Cena. They did. How cool was that? So we will uh, have our interview with Gallows and Anderson, who had a very important uh, role on that role. I mean, they wrestled twice. They did. They wrestled twice. They so. Very good. We, we got a, a big battle rule. So much to talk about, but tonight's but, a huge night as well, Kevin. What? Tonight? Tonight, Championship Wrestling returns to the Isle of Capri Casino and Hotel in Lula, Mississippi. Get this. The card is loaded. Former WWE star Rodney Mack is going to be there. When's the last time you saw Rodney Mack in action? I have no idea. Still looks great. He'll be there. Shano Su- Mack? You're saying Shano Mack? Rodney oh, Mack. Rodney Mack. Don't get the listeners all mixed up. <laughs> Superstar Bill Dundee will be there. The Derek Superstar. King is back. He's wrestling? Two-month retirement, and Derek King is back. And get this, Kevin. The uh, One of the stars, one of the kid stars from A Christmas Story, Scott Schwartz, will be there. The kid that got his tongue stuck to the to the pole on A Christmas Story. He will be there. Are they doing a tongue stuck on a pole match? I don't know about that. A tongue on a pole match? But in the main event... <laughs> It's going to be awesome. It's going to be the power couple, the CW The no power couple, right? Isn't your power out? Just because I have a lost power for it's the, the last the two no days. The no power couple? We're not the no power couple. Is that going to be chanted tonight at Lula, Stop Mississippi? Stop it, Kevin. And the by no the way, couple? I'm Dustin very upset. does not have electricity at his house ever since... <laughs> 
the weather from Hurricane Harvey hit. Uh, Dustin has been without. It's actually Hurricane Harvey it's not even Whippleman. A hurricane. It's a tropical storm. I'm sorry. <laughs> Harvey Whippleman. Hurricane Harvey Whippleman <laughs> took Trop- my power. Tropical storm Harvey Whippleman. But tonight, I'm going to take it out on my opponent in the main event with my Maria in my corner. I am going to lay the smack down. We are going to take badass Billy Gunn to Slap City tonight at Olive Capri in Lula, Mississippi. Special I'm meet and greet at 6 p.m. Bell time is 7 p.m. It is going to be awesome. I'm glad, I'm glad, you, I'm glad you mentioned that because it's like it's, I'm, ex, I'm excited for you to get in the ring with Billy Gunn. You defeated him last time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you got it. So it's a rematch for him. I, mean, I know you're angry about being the no power couple this week thanks to MLGW. but Thanks, Kevin. <laughs> but you can always expect the unexpected on this show. We have the same motto as Big Brother. Uh, anything can happen. On the Cerrito Live Wrestling so you, We're going to be joined by Gallows and Anderson a little bit later right? on, one of the best modern-day tag teams. But I think we're about to be joined by somebody who has been in a multi-time tag team champion. Oh, you didn't know? No. Your ass better call what? somebody! That's right, Dustin Five Star. We're being joined by your opponent tonight, Mr. Ass Billy Gunn. What's up, Billy Gunn? What's going on, fellas? <laughs> Thanks for having me on your show once again. Last time was the shortest interview in the history of the show. It's like one of those Royal Rumble records yeah. when somebody gets thrown he, right out of the ring. He hung up in our face last time, Kevin. I can't believe you'd invite him on the show. Well, it wasn't so much that as Dustin, just how you irritate me. So <laughs> that's, that's kind of how that goes. It's Typical. just you go on, you get your point, get your point over, which for me doesn't take very long. I just say what I need to say and then hang up. It wasn't, don't get your feelings hurt. Nobody just wants to talk to you. That's all. This is just Kevin Cerrito and CJ stirring the pot. We have a rematch. Did I lose last time? Oh my gosh. What happened? Oh, it must have been because the power couple is two against one. No, never. Never. And you're one to be talking. Go to Slap City. That was the thing. Power's out in Slap City, though, right now. <laughs> no, it's not, Kevin. <laughs> I, I don't know what that actually means. What does that mean? That you don't have your other half? No, it just means his electricity's been out of his house for two days. <laughs> yeah, Hurricane Harvey Whippleman took oh. us out. And Maria will be in my corner. And uh, Billy Gunn, all I got to say is you better follow the rules, listen to the referee, and do everything you're supposed to do, or else you will go to Slap City, my friend. Well... I've had people try to take me to Slap City before, and it didn't work out too well for them. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what you think that you can actually bring to the table that that will actually work, my friend. All right, we got a surprise appearance here from Billy Gunn joining us. He's wrestling Dustin tonight. It is the rematch. How, how did you lose? You're saying you lost last time because of his unfair advantage. What do you mean, how did he lose? I don't, you act like I'm not. I don't really even know what happened, to be honest with you. I think, I, I think it was a long flight. Jet lag. Maybe that's. That's, maybe that's my excuse. Because he travels the world. <laughs> he travels the world. <laughs> so I'm going to blame it on that. But I promise you tonight I'll have all my desks in a row. Or at least my, all, all I know is my electricity's on. So, I mean, I could be, I could be really good. Yeah, B- Billy Gunn is joining us on the show. Uh, multi-time tag team champion. And... I'm fascinated by it. You were tag team champions with three different, like, a lot of times there's superstars who are tag team champions with multiple people, but you were actually in legitimate tag teams with these guys where you guys had a tag team name and everything. You, of course, Bart Gunn, Road Dogg, uh, yep. Jesse James, and Chuck Palumbo. Which one of those, rank those guys in order of who you talked to the most out of those three in 2017. Oh, who I talked to the most? Yeah. Probably Road Dogg. I just talked to him only because he runs the show that one of my guys is on that I have to like ask questions about often just to make sure that the direction is like good. Not that I have any say so of that show, but I like to know that I'm still in the mix a little bit. No. So. Well, well, what about how do you, how, who's number two on that list? Is it Bargun or Chuck? Um, I don't, you know, I hate what, you know, people have asked me this and I hate rating in order. Cause it's really, <laughs> well, it makes me feel like one is less important than the other. And they're really not. They all, they're all super important and they're all awesome guys. And they're like, Bart is special because that's who I started with and, and won my first one with. And then road Doug, of course, all the stuff that we did was unbelievable. And then Chuck is awesome. And, and they all, you know, but fun-wise, it would have to be Road Dog, Bart, and then Chuck. 
But I mean, it's just I don't. I hate rating. I feel that they're all number one. How about that? Well, yeah, I was just all... just just curious because I mean, these guys, you were on the road with these guys and and winning yeah. championships with these guys, and and will always be associated with them. So it's kind of a, a interesting relationship, and to have multiples. A lot of times, tag teams, you know, there's just their one other guy. You know, it's Ricky and Robert or, or you know, whatever. But yeah. you have multiple. Uh, of those you mentioned, uh, yeah, and I mean everybody's busy. I mean, you know, Bart has nothing to do with business anymore. Chuck's got you know multiple businesses that he runs now. I mean, everybody's doing good, so it's not it's not like we don't want to talk. It's just we don't, you know, it's just hard to connect anymore because I'm busy all the time, and you know, it's it's just how it goes, I guess. Sometimes when everybody goes different ways. Right, we're talking with Billy Gunn, but of those three tag teams, the Smoking Guns, the New Age Outlaws, and uh, Billy and Chuck, which one of those, like, which one of those is, is the real Billy Gunn? Which one is, like, you... So many different types if, of Billy Gunn. If you see Billy Gunn out on the street, does he look more like the Smoking Guns or the New Age Outlaws or, or Billy and Chuck? <laughs> well, I don't know if it's the Billy and Chuck, but we can probably eliminate that. Although I wouldn't <laughs> and kind of had some flashbacks, which was kind of awesome. Um, but, um, no, I mean, it's probably probably a little toned-down um, badass Billy Gunn, I would imagine, because I, I have a tendency to act like that once in a while. I don't mean to, never to my fans, but, I mean, I, I kind of that's kind of who I am, I guess. All right, Dustin's fired up over here. I'm, I don't really I have anything to ask, say, Kevin. I'm waiting on you to get finished. Okay, well, I have a couple more questions for Billy Gunn, because last time I, I was all prepared. Dustin's speechless because he gets mad at me because I never want to tweet him or anything because I'm his favorite wrestler. <laughs> All right, Billy Gunn. Actually, former- actually, I used to be a Billy Gunn fan growing up. I really did. I actually, I really admired the way that he stayed in shape. He was. I think he's one of the greatest tag team wrestlers of all time, but that, that doesn't mean anything when we get in the squared circle together tonight. Billy Gunn's a former oh, King of the Ring. Okay. He's a former Intercontinental Champion, too. I'm just saying, like, you don't have a good history of defeating King, so going against the King oh, of the Ring. Oh, is that what it is? <laughs> but I do have a good history of beating Billy Gunn. You do? We can give you that. I'll give there you that. But, you know, a blind squirrel gets a nut every now and then. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, it just happens that that just happened to be your night, and tonight will be my night where you won't get anything. So, I mean, you know. Just, it works hand in hand. Just think, after tonight, we'll be one and one. So we can go back to that level playing field to where I could be your favorite wrestler once again. Not going to happen. Uh, Billy <laughs> never said favorite wrestler. <laughs> Billy, why do, you, why do you think WWE well, doesn't do the King of the Ring anymore? Why don't you think that they don't have King of the Ring anymore? Because, because it's, I have, you know, to be honest, I have no idea. But it was just, a, you know, it was one of the pay-per-views where you figure out, it's like the in-your-house. You just get rid of them. You know, you it launched a couple people's career and then it killed a couple people's career. Not mentioning any names, but he's on your radio show right now. Oh. Um, but, but um, it it's just one of those pay per views where there's so many of them. It's just where do you get rid of what pay per views you pay for? Jeez, if I could talk. Um, what pay per views can you get rid of? And that was just one of them. I mean, it's a it's a. I mean, I thought it was a cool concept, but if you know if. Nothing ever follows through after you win it. What's the use of having a pay per view, right? Yeah, but I mean, they have two pay per views a month now, so uh, <laughs> we think they could maybe bring it back. Maybe they will, because I always like the, the tournament concept and to give a push, whether it worked or didn't work for whoever won. Uh, it's kind of cool. All right, so last thing before before we let you go, because uh, I know you're gonna. Uh, teach uh dustin's a few things today in the ring but before you left wwe you were a trainer right or what were yeah, you yeah, worked at the performance center yeah and uh were you there at all i'm just curious during the the braun Strowman kind of like quasi secret training were you there for part of his training because he kind of like got brought in nobody really knew about him and boom he's up on the main roster yeah no he does the performance test. they brought him in i was there from the get-go when he got there um just a big, strong kid, you know what I mean. But but I have, I watch him a lot now, and, it, and I don't watch him a lot. Never mind, forget I said that. <laughs> I watch every now and then when I happen to watch the show. Um, I'm not much of a Raw person. I'm more of a SmackDown person. Um, if I watch the show, um, but um, yeah, he was there. He's a he's a super nice guy. I mean, he's come a long way. He's doing really good. They're doing some good stuff with him. Um, in that last pay-per-view, what, what was SummerSlam, right? When finally Brock and him 
squared off was awesome, man. What a yeah. great reaction. You don't hear reactions like that anymore, but those two got it. And it was, it was kind of cool to see some of that old stuff come back to where people, and that main event was awesome. I mean, it was good because you have, that's why guys are stars like they are because they sell stuff. Like everybody else wonders, well, why can't we get reactions like that? Well, because when you do stuff, you don't sell anything. So that's what happens when that goes on. But he's a good kid, man. Well, I mean, awesome. you, he's going to go a long way. What could you t- like when you when you all first saw him? Like, could you was there like just okay? This guy's got something different. Oh, he's whoa. different because there's so many big men that come in the business. His size, yeah, in it, and it, out. It wasn't so much that as the, as much as it was there was a need for a spot for him. Like there's like. Like, there's really no big people on, you know, when you watch wrestling back in the day, probably when Dustin was just a little baby and really kind of getting into it and watching Hulk Hogan and guys <laughs> like that. Um, <laughs> see, Dustin, all right. Conversation don't work, kid. I'll take care of you. Um, <laughs> Go right ahead. Um, is you watched wrestling because you wanted to see the characters and just these freaky guys that you just don't see every day walking on the street. Now everybody on the show is like everybody else on planet Earth. So, but there was a need for a big guy. He was it. He was in the performance center. I mean, that's what the performance center is all about. You have so many kids in there right now that what do I need on my show right now? And you go on the performance center and you find it. Whether they're ready or not, they'll just have to get ready. You know, they either get ready or they don't. Or they fall by the wayside, but he's done a good job of holding up his end of the deal. So, no, and it's a lot of people that you see. There's only a very few, and I don't even know if there's any out there that you just look at and go, "Oh my gosh, right, he's got it." There, you know what I mean? Other than my 21 year old now, or my 22 year old right now that I'm training. There are a few. Um, there are a few that go from performance center to the main roster without stopping by NXT first. And, and so that he is yeah. a, a very unique case and uh, is, is excelling uh, for sure. All right, yep. we got, we got to wrap it up. Dustin, your final words for any final words for Billy? Uh, my final words is tonight at Olive Capri. Don't miss a meet and greet. You can meet Billy Gunn if you really want to. And of course the power couple will be there at 6 PM. Bill Dundee, Rodney Mack, also Scott, Scott Schwartz from a Christmas oh. story. He'll be there seven o'clock bell time. Main event is Dustin Five Star against Badass Billy Gunn. I'll see you tonight. Okay, buddy. I can't wait. Maybe we can sit, sit next to each other at the meet and greet. Oh, that would be just a thrill. <laughs> For you, it would. I know it would. Somebody's going awesome. through a table. No! <laughs> <laughs> Not me. <laughs> All, right. All right, Billy. Hey, thanks for being our surprise guest today. Yeah. All right, man. Thanks for having me, guys. As always, I appreciate it. As Billy Gunn. I've got a bone to pick with you, and I've got a bone to pick with CJ. You always do this. You always have some trickery and try to surprise me with something that is not a good surprise. Why would you do that? I have no idea. Well, look. He's my opponent tonight. He hung up in my face the last time. You should. All right, calm down. Calm down. You You should be like... You beat him. You beat him last time. You did pin him. I'll give you credit. I'm going to beat him again. At Spoiler. least we didn't have X-Pac on. Did you beat him? <laughs> I have beaten them all, CJ. At least we didn't have Rikishi on. At least we're going to keep going through the list, CJ. All right, we got to take a timeout. When we come back, we're at Cerrito Livewire. Yeah, we're no more take... Billy Gunn. I want to talk to the fans, brother. All right, we're going to take your phone calls. The phone number is 360-8255. That's the 901 area code. You can text 67129. That's here at Sports 56. If you've never texted before, you got to text 56JOIN first. That's 56JOIN to 67129. You can tweet at me or at Dustin. I'm at Cerrito, and he's at Dustin Star. We want to hear your thoughts about Raw in Memphis this past Monday. Plus, you will hear our interview with Gallows and Anderson. That's all coming up on the other side. You're listening to the Cerrito Live Wrestling Hour here on Sports Entertainment 56 and 87.7 FM. Are you one of the many Memphis area residents who suffer from everyday boredom? Do you sit around at night looking at your phone while trying to find something to do? If so, ask your doctor about Cerrito Trivia. Well, actually, that'd be a little weird. Instead, just stop playing on your phone and start inviting your friends to play Cerrito Trivia. It's more than just your average mind-numbing pub quiz. It's a trivia night with questions about stuff you and your friends know and like. Featuring unique weekly themes, including TV shows, movies, music, current events, and more. All shows are free to play. For more information on locations, times, weekly themes, and drink specials, visit CerritoTrivia.com. 
Facebook.com or like Cerrito Trivia on Facebook and browse the best team name Hall of Fame. And by the way, did you know Cerrito Trivia isn't just for bars and restaurants? Contact Cerrito Trivia at gmail.com to bring Memphis's most unique trivia experience to your next party, work function, or special event. Cerrito Trivia is the perfect prescription for everyday boredom. One side of it makes wing prices, laughing out loud, high five, eating mass quantities of delicious food, consumption of adult beverage, right, scissors, and spending quality time with friends. CerritoTrivia.com. Attention all grandmas, grandpas, nanas, and pop-pops. Bingo is not just for you anymore. Introducing Cerrito Bingo. It's a modern twist on a classic game for everyone to enjoy. Play 10 exciting rounds of free bingo every week at locations all over the Memphis area. For more info, visit CerritoBingo.com. Cerrito Bingo is the game-o. Now play Cerrito Bingo every Monday night at the Casual Pint Highland Row, every Friday night at the Memphis Made Tap Room, and every Sunday fun day at Laughlin Yard. Now, back to the Cerrito Live Wrestling Hour on Sports 56 and 87.7 FM. Welcome back to the Cerrito Live uh, Labor Day weekend show. It is the wrestling hour. Every week we talk wrestling right here on the radio. And wrestling used to, the exact same time slot where it used to come on on, on, on Channel 5. So oh, yeah. instead of turning your TV to Channel 5, you turn it right here to us here on Sports 56. And if you ever miss a portion of the show, you can always... Catch the podcast. There is no reason to ever miss a show because you can hear it everywhere. How about Apple Podcast? Oh, how you doing? Google Play. How you doing? Tune in. How you doing? Player FM. How you doing? Stitcher. How you doing? CerritoLive.com. Take that subscribe button to Slap City. How you doing? How you doing? Uh, we've had some great uh, episodes uh, here as of late. And, of course, if you subscribe to the podcast, you get to hear our interview with Gallows and Anderson a little bit early, but if you haven't heard it, it's coming up in a minute. You don't want to miss it. Uh, we'll get to that. We're about to take your phone calls. 360-8255 is the phone number. 67129 is the text line. And, of course, you can tweet me at Cerrito. You can tweet Dustin at Dustin 5 Star. But uh, not as 5 Star. At Dustin at Star. Dustin Star. You can just tweet at 5 Star. Uh, 30 Star as well. Yes, CW30 star. <laughs> uh, before we uh, get into Cerrito Live, well, I got to tell you, this portion of the show is being brought to you by King Jerry Lawless Hall of Fame Bar and Grill. That is where we pregame the other night. It was, it was awesome. awesome. Thanks for everybody that came out, had a drink with us, said hello, took the pictures. Man, we were, we were there. It was awesome. Packed place. Yeah, it was it was great. I ate. I had some barbecue nachos. They were great. Uh, they have such good deals, like on the on it their good. on their uh, on the beverages and stuff. Perfect place to uh, to pregame and postgame for any and every event at FedEx Forum. Go to King Jerry Lawless Hall of Fame Bar and Grill. It's on Beale Street. That's one fifty nine Beale. Um, I mean, it doesn't get any closer than that. Like our our walk, that was fun. Like when you walk over and like the whole group, like we're leaving, and we're like got like a parade yeah. going down Beale Street. It was with it was our drinks really in cool. our hands. The FedEx Forum all walked together. Down to the forum, went in together. It was very, very cool. And I think we all had different seats. We all got a different perspective of what we were looking at. And I even had some Twitter conversations of people that went back and watched it on TV afterwards. Right. So that's six hours of Monday Night Raw for you. <laughs> uh, so King, King Jerry Lawless Hall of Fame Bar and Grill. They show all the pay-per-views there. So they're open seven days a week now. And they always have $3 Fireball. And, man, I'm telling you, the drink specials are great. Um and the food, outstanding as well. King Jerry Lawless Hall of Fame Bar and Grill. And just, like, talk to so many people, and they're asking me, they're always showing, like, are they always showing uh, these videos? Like, the old school Memphis wrestling? Yes. It was, right <laughs> when we got there, it was Flair, it was Flair Lawler stuff from TV5 was on the TV. Woo! Get, get well soon, Nature Boy. And... And, of course, and then they're like, oh, well, I'm going to go walk around and look at stuff first while I wait on my food or, or whatever. And people bringing around the belts. Oh, there was people a— People brought their own stuff. Like, yes. Not only is there the cool stuff all, all over the walls and Lawler's robes hanging yep. everywhere. A like, guy had a classic Southern Heavyweight Championship. And now this title was different, man. It's a little bit smaller than the ones that you see today. It was just one of the original Southern Heavyweight Championships, my favorite title of all time. There's a picture, um, I believe, on your Twitter and my Twitter of that title. But, yeah, yeah. man, no telling what you're going to see. At King Jerry Lawler's. It was a lot of fun, and I and, uh, can't wait. Of course, this is WWE's last time in Memphis uh, this year. Uh, we're awaiting the announcement of the next one, but it was real fun seeing everybody in the Cerrito Live universe, everybody from the, the Starrito section, all the low budgets, everybody who came out. It's fun to see you guys, and we want to hear from you guys now. So Monday Night Raw in Memphis uh, on Monday. My two big takeaways, Dustin, were 
These are easy. These are easy, right? right? It's the promo. Promo. That the promo. promo. The promo. The fourth yeah. wall promo. The 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 Cena Roman promo, which was not about wrestling, but was more meta about the behind the scenes. Uh, parts of wrestling. Bleacher Report hit it right on the head. They said they were blurring the line between fiction and reality, and boy, did they ever. And, oh yeah, uh, and it was, it, was, it was so fun. Everybody in the building on their feet for that promo. Every, I don't know if you guys, because you guys were in a box seat, but we were on our feet, we and everybody in the lower feet. bowl was on their feet for the entire promo, hanging on every word that John Cena said. Mm-hmm. And, and it became pretty obvious, in Memphis, Tennessee at least, that John Cena is the face in this feud. Serious Cena was back. I love Serious Cena. His promos are right. awesome. I oh, think geez. Reigns, Roman Reigns, came out of his shell a little bit and gave us a good promo. And I don't believe all the hubbub about Reigns forgetting his line. I think that was baited. I think it was written for John Cena to throw a real good zinger at him, get Roman Reigns fired up. He used a little bit of language there. Who are you going to cheer for, Kevin? Well, Roman I, Reigns or I John think Cena? Everybody's cheering for Cena. I think it was obvious. Everybody in Memphis was pro Cena. Cena is one of those guys who's now like Kurt Angle. If you're chanting Cena sucks, you kind of you still respect Cena and you want him to win. Roman Reigns was getting booed. One of the loudest, in my opinion, I don't know. What do you think of the biggest pops of the night? Obviously for Jerry the King Lawler, always for the King, uh, at both instances that he uh, got involved when he came out originally yeah. and when he got involved with the, the pelvis Wesley. And I've got some thoughts on that, but too. Eh, the, the boos for Roman. I just think I think Memphis is pro-Cena. I think most of WWE Universe is going to be pro-Cena because you respect uh, his work over the years. Roman gave his us place a little bit history. of a heelish promo in there, so too. So you think Roman intentionally messed up the line? I don't think he messed the line up. I think he paused for the it. people, and then when that pause happened, Cena had a he had an open. This is what makes this so good. This is what we need to have uh, Dave Meltzer have, back on work shoot for some of this stuff. He, he can break have, down line by line this entire. But promo. seriously, guys, some of those promos are written like that. And if Roman is is pausing to wait for the people, and Cena sees mm-hmm. an opening. Boom, zinger, and that's what we're all talking about because it was so real, like right. That's what this apparently that's what they decided the way to take this feud, right? Yeah, is to because they know the modern day of of doing professional wrestling, your WWE champion is Jinder Mahal because you're trolling the audience, and they know they control the audience. And they did that in this in this promo. Great promo. Awesome to see that awesome. live. Another historical moment to say has happened in Memphis in professional wrestling. Because I do think historically they're going to talk about this promo. We will talk about this promo uh, and look back at it. Of course, depending on how this goes. The yes. idea that this match is already happening. Crazy. The contracts have been signed. Oh, man. This is... Uh, what you know? <laughs> this is WrestleMania's main event. No, we're no mercy. Get at no, no mercy. No mercy that is the, the WrestleMania of the fall. They always say that. You got... Uh, that they match? Say that? It, no, they don't. <laughs> don't That's a complete lie. Like what? <laughs> <laughs> why are they doing? There's many theories of why they're doing it. Some people I was talking to at Jerry Lawler's, and they, they were like, they're doing this to stay relevant when football starts. Like you're putting that your big be. matches and try to. Very you're doing this because you're you can't wait anymore because people might get hurt. Like what if Roman gets hurt? So then Cena versus Roman at Mania is off the books. Or what if Braun gets hurt? Then what? You know maybe he's gone. So anyway, so much stuff happened. We got a good old fashioned battle royal to kick the I to like kick that. the night off. I Your thought prediction it was, cool. was wrong, and I'm glad it was. I said it would be a long promo. Uh-huh. Instead, they cut. Miz I like right when off. Raw does that. And starting with the battle royal, it's fun because it's like a mini. You don't see battle royals that much anymore. And it's like a mini Royal Rumble. Yeah, yeah. You know, we're never going to get the then, we're never going to get the Rumble. I hope someday we do, but they keep going to Philly for some reason, which is another rant I want to go on. Why do you keep going to the same pay per view in the same <laughs> city like that? We have a new number one contender for the Intercontinental Championship, and who would have thought it would be Jeff? That Hardy? was a surprise, big surprise, because I thought Jason Jordan once it got down to just three guys it looked mm-hmm. like he would be the one, especially since Jeff is in a tag team, obviously. But he went over, he got the Intercontinental the, title shot. Of course, we had to up. see Kurt Angle at the very beginning and the Miz. And uh, later on, I real I was surprised how much I enjoyed that forty five minutes of filler they did with the Shield, Cesaro, and uh, Sheamus matches. Oh. Those matches were good. Those were good okay. matches. Those matches were good. But for me being there live, I felt like we were seeing one really extremely long match because it was yeah. Rollins versus Cesaro, yeah. and then right after that, the guys didn't even have another entrance. Then it was Ambrose versus Sheamus. I felt like putting them back to back like that. It just kind of made me tired of seeing that one, what looked like one long had, match. But it was good. I didn't. Yeah, I, I enjoyed bathroom it more break. than I thought. What was your bathroom break? I totally missed what the hashtag match, whatever that hashtag match was. I went to the bathroom. Emma. Yeah. 
Oh, when that man. was coming up. And hey, guys, listening, I'm I'm guilty. I said last week that I would not take a bathroom break on 2055. As soon as Enzo came out, I was hitting the bathroom well, you saw break. His pro- did you see his promo? <laughs> I did see his promo. And then I, yeah. I, I went to, I to go to the bathroom a couple times. I mean, we were pregaming at Lawless for a few hours before. Right. But, um, yeah, I think but I totally missed that. I had to go back and rewatch the hashtag. I don't even remember. Did she win the hashtag rights or not? I don't even know. I don't, don't even get me started on that. <laughs> but the, there were some issues like putting that Roman promo, the, the Roman Cena promo so early in the show. And I know why they put it in these certain hours, because they've got to put it in the hours that the more people are watching. Right. and They want to do that. They really should have ended the show with that or something else, because I think the, I your crowd was never going to get more into it than they were at that moment. Right. And they ended with the women's match, which was not the it was not as good as the, well, the main event we saw Alexa Bliss and um, uh, Becky Lynch per, in the uh, yeah when they were here in January. I think, in that one of, cage I think match. we were all kind of waiting on the same thing. There were one point in the show you're thinking, "Where's Braun Strowman? Where's Is he coming Samoa out? Joe? Is he going to come out?" And we waited. And we waited, and we, never and we saw waited, it. and then the women started wrestling. You're thinking, wait, are we not going to see Samoa Joe or yeah. Braun Strowman till the dark match? And, and then we didn't even see them in the dark match. Because they could have had them in the dark match. Even if they're keeping them off TV, even if your philosophy is like they shouldn't be on TV every week, which I think Braun Strowman should be on TV every week. He you're should have been there with struggling Brock. in ratings. You can just have him squash somebody. He can squash somebody just to have him on TV, have him come out and squash somebody. And it was good that Brock was there, but Brock was there but wasn't. I don't like there. these. I don't like these Brock's here he for one really segment there, and leaves. Yeah. Big deal. He talks. He's, he cusses. It. Whatever. We did hear, hear that B word a couple times. I think maybe three times. Well, and here's the kicker Monday too. Uh, I believe that Samoa Joe was injured in Jonesboro the weekend before that's our Monday fine. Night Raw. If you miss Samoa Joe, that's fine. The issue, Dustin, is that they advertise. Yes. They, I told you we were going to see those advertised matches. We didn't. Not only did we not see those advertised matches. Well, you're really we going to hate even, this. Because now Braun Strowman is scheduled for Monday Night Raw this week against Big Show inside a steel cage. I don't know. I was trying to decide <laughs> if I... If I which would role, like to have seen it's, that. It's a fun game I play with myself. It's like, do, would I like last week's Raw or this week's Raw or next week's Raw? Like, which one of them would I rather had in Memphis? This week's Raw was better than last week's Raw, even though we didn't have Braun Strowman. Right. But they could have brought Braun Strowman out and squashed somebody in a dark match if they wanted to keep him off TV. Or they could have just put him on TV and had him squash somebody. I'm of the theory, like, he's your hottest superstar right now. He needs to be on every single week doing something. So no, no Braun Strowman, even though he was advertised, and no Samoa Joe, even though they were advertised, like it's one thing to advertise these dark matches uh, that we know aren't going to happen, but you gotta assume when they advertise though that the superstars are going to be there. At least and they you would weren't. get to see them. Like Brock, we got a Brock Lesnar appearance. We didn't get a match. We didn't get anything from Joe or Strowman. All right, those are our thoughts. Let's hear yours. It's Cerrito Livewire. We're gonna do our first caller. We don't know what you liked, what you didn't like, uh, what it was like being there live. We're gonna go breezy. You're starting things off here on the Cerrito Livewire. Um, I didn't exactly go to Raw in Memphis. I went to uh, the live show in Jonesville the same night that Samoa Joe was injured. I had a uh, ringside sitting, which was so awesome. Nice. Uh, hey, hey, Breezy, and, uh, did you see anything in the Samoa Joe match? Who did he wrestle, and did you see what the injury wrestled, was? He wrestled John Cena. I didn't really see anything that he got injured. I didn't really. That match was boring. I didn't really pay attention. <laughs> but... <laughs> But I'm on my way to Lula, Mississippi, but I got Lula. with... She's going to yeah. Lula tonight. She's cheering for Billy Gunn, I think. Nah, she's a five-star girl for All right, sure. Th- thanks. Thank you, Breezy. Breezy, thanks for calling in. Uh, good. I'm uh, not done. Oh, hold go on, ahead. Hold on. Go I ahead, got, yeah. I got pictures with... Uh, I, took, I got pictures with Finn Balor, Roman Reigns, and uh, R-Truth. Nice. Oh, that is pretty uh, good. I got Roman Reigns autograph, so well, what, I was pretty excited about that. What was the best part of that? What was the best match of that of that uh, show you were at? Uh, I think it was either Seth Rollins, Dean Ambrose, and uh, Cesaro and Sheamus, and uh, Finn Balor and Bray Wyatt. Those were really entertaining matches. I like those. All right. The main event that night was uh, Braun Strowman and Roman Reigns got Ron got thrown through a table, so it's always exciting when somebody gets thrown through a table. Well, geez, we should have gone yeah, to Jonesboro. We sh- yeah, we should have made the trip. This How was the crowd there, Breezy? Packed house? Oh, uh, it was almost sold out. I mean, at first we had a couple of bumps in the road. The tickets wouldn't scan, and I was about to have a fit because they said 
that's my tickets was valid. I was like, oh my gosh, I spent like a hundred dollars on tickets for nothing. Oh boy! But then you walked away. You got those photos. You got those photos. So it was worth it. All right, thanks, Breezy. It was. You're welcome. All right. That's another thing, Kevin. I was a little surprised. We should I expect have just... there to be more people inside FedEx Forum for that event. I mean, it was a good crowd, but it was not a sellout. WWE's doing too many shows right now if they want to have the crowds packed. Because there's showing Jonesboro, Tupelo, yeah. lots going on. The people who would drive All in from around Tupelo. Us. Yeah, you're People would drive right. in from Tupelo or Jonesboro to come to Monday Night Raw if it was the only show in town. But they're doing these house shows. which So it seems like the house show got the matches we oh were gosh. being advertised. They got, yeah. a, they got the uh, Braun Strowman versus Roman Reigns at that house show. In Samoa Joe versus John Cena. So there's probably a chance we could have seen Samoa, that maybe they were planning on Cena versus Samoa Joe being one of the dark matches. Right. But they don't even, like, apologize or say. Yeah, they didn't know, even tell us that the Samoa Joe wasn't there due to injury. It was just like it didn't matter. Card subject like we're not going to tell you. We can do whatever we want. And that our dark match is going to be Finn Balor versus uh, Bray Wyatt. Yeah. Come on. Breezy's selfies with the wrestlers, too, were really good. Sitting ringside, man, she got some really good pictures. All right, this is the Serena Live Wire. If you want to give us a call, you can. We have a couple minutes left. 901 901-360-8255. 901-360-8255. Text line 67129. And uh, text uh, or tweet at Serena or at Dustin Star your thoughts. We're going to go to Anthony. Anthony, you're on the Serena Live Wire. Hey, man. I love you guys. Show. Well, thanks. Uh, I, I got a couple of things when I, I was there at the show. Uh, for one, uh, did you notice in the battle royal when uh, Finn Balor was up against Jack, uh, Anderson and Gallows how uh, they didn't fight with each other? Do you think they're going to bring the Bullet Club back? And, and also, my last question, I mean, my last statement is, I was real disappointed in the women's match. I am so tired of them switching their belt so many times. Do you think that that's diminishing the women's title? And I'll hang up and listen. Oh, cool. Anthony dropping a hang up and listen yeah, as He well. needs a prize. He hang up and listen. Yeah. The- I love the tease. They almost they were going up for the two sweet with Finn yeah. in that battle royal. If you go back and watch that, and then it got interrupted. I think by was is Elias Sampson. I think. Or, well, don't worry. Here in just a few minutes, we're going to talk to Anderson and Gallows, and we're going to talk to him about Finn Balor and AJ about Styles the possibility the putting, uh, yeah. putting them together. So and we'll I think have that for you. They uh, they uh, I love that they're teasing it. And of course, it'd be great for Gallows and Anderson. We'll talk about that with them some more. But as far as the, the Raw women's match, title. I do think you're wondering, like, why did it feel like we're watching this match? And I'm trying to convince people this is a great match because I, you know, Alexa Bliss, I'm her number one fan. And then we have Sasha Banks, who is outstanding and, you know, has been compared to The Rock yes. by people. What happened to Sasha's Rock push? She has never, not one single time, successfully defended. The women's championship after winning it. And now that it's a thing. Continue. Now it's a thing. So why did we not care that much? I do blame it a little bit that we had that big moment with Cena and Roman early. Yeah. The match, the women's match, was not as good as some of the women's. It was just placed. It was placed in the wrong spot. It was for the title, so it should have been at the end of the show. But they didn't put on one of their. It wasn't a, a NXT Iron Man a women's match like we've seen. You know, it wasn't a Hell yeah. in the Cell women's match. It wasn't a fault. There were some matches that have been better that deserved to have that spot, but they didn't do anything spectacular that made you go, "Oh wow!" Right. And well, but they did tell us Nia Jax is coming. She's coming for that championship. But yeah, but we don't know who we're supposed to be cheering for. Who's the heel? Who's the face in that scenario? That's true. But the finish was confusing, which also made you leave like even more confused. You're so confused like where's braun Strowman? Uh, i thought for a minute maybe you get braun Strowman's gonna come out but it wasn't booked they've been doing this a lot though on roll booking uh a, a big match in a mid-card feud at the end of the show and i think right now you've got five mega superstars that are signed to monday night roll john cena roman reigns samoa joe uh braun Strowman, and brock lesnar like you get those five guys yeah. the four guys from the main event uh, of SummerSlam plus cena how are you not ending every Monday Night Raw with at least one of them involved in some type of angle? Those guys are I guess, huge stars. Yeah, no, I guess I guess I, I don't have a problem with the women's title match being at the end, but to me, it should have been shuffled a little bit because this is the first time ever that we had Cena in Reigns we in the that ring doing that yeah, promo. The that people were been. hot for it. That was the epic moment of the night. It, was a it peak. could have been moved. Yeah, it could we have been peak. moved to the end. And they knew, they had to know the crowd was possibly going to peak at that moment. Yeah. But I I don't know. Maybe the bouncing around the title, as, as Anthony pointed out, also makes us not care as much. But I'm just waiting on Charlotte Flair to come back and claim a championship. Yeah, we'll see about that. To me, that. she's number one. Okay, so this was great. Earlier this week, we got to be joined by Gallows and Anderson, and they ended up having a big night. It was too sweet. At FedEx Forum. So we're going to go right now uh, to our interview 
with Gallows and Anderson. Monday Night Wrestling returns to Memphis tonight when WWE Raw invades FedEx Forum and two of the guys that will be there tonight, Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson. They both join us right now. What's up, guys? Yes, sir. Thanks for having us, man. What is up with you guys? Great to be here. Thanks for uh, coming on. The last time you guys were in the area, I believe it was the first time I got to see you guys live. You were here for a Global Force uh, wrestling event uh, in the main event, I believe, in Jackson, Tennessee, wrestling at the ballpark alongside my buddy Dustin Five Star. Yeah, yeah, that was about two years ago. That was um, probably one of the first times that I saw you guys live because you've been traveling the world. Became one of the greatest tag teams um, out in Japan and finally made your way to the WWE. Man, guys, just talk about... That road from Japan to Global Force, being there in the Mid-South, and then making it to WWE and being a part of WrestleMania, that's big. You know, it was, you know, we, we were with New Japan Pro Wrestling for a long time, and, and we love being a part of New Japan Pro Wrestling, and, uh, you know, we wish them all the best, but, you know, no matter what, at the end of the day, all we wanted to do was be a part of the WWE, and so when our contracts were up over there, and we had the opportunity to come to the WWE, man. It's uh, it, it was all we wanted, and it's uh, and I'm glad we're here. And to be able to, you know, WrestleMania, man, 75,000 people in Orlando. It's uh, it, there's no rush like that. Yeah, absolutely a great feeling. And when you get the opportunity to perform on the biggest platform that there is in sports entertainment, you're going to take it. You know, it's my second time going around here, but getting to come with Carl Anderson, coming in with AJ Styles, having Finn Balor, guys that uh, we really create a movement together in Japan and to be able to see that and bring that to the WWE universe and bring different eyes to that, uh, it's a great feeling. It's exhilarating. And, and you guys, uh, of course, we're the, 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 the few guys who recently, I guess, more people than before come into WWE, get to use your, your, your names you were using overseas. Uh, and at that show in Jackson, I just, I, it was the first time I saw you guys wrestle live and looking forward to seeing you guys tonight at FedEx Forum. But the, the Bullet Club shirts were everywhere. And this yeah. was two, this was two years ago in Jackson, Tennessee at a ballpark. And the popularity has only grown and grown and grown. And now you can get these Bullet Club t-shirts. You can get them at Hot Topic. Yeah, now, i got to ask you guys a question. We're seeing these Bullet Club shirts everywhere, and you guys started this thing. Are you guys getting paid off of that? Started the movement. You know, you know, we're, we're happy with our uh, – we're eating right now, man. You know, <laughs> WWE takes, takes, takes real, real good care of us. Bullet Club something that we started. I'm glad it's still going on, and I promise you it, it's literally going to probably go on for 10 or 15 more years. And people think that's funny, but it really is. It's really a movement, um, and, and people, they dig it. They want to be involved in it. They feel like they're a part of it, and they can see. I always felt like they could see us having fun, so they were having fun along with us. And uh, that's what it's all about, man. Yeah, and talking about the Bullet Club, you just mentioned AJ Styles and Finn Balor, two guys that were in the Bullet Club. Let me ask you guys, how close was it? to appearing in WWE as the Bullet Club. Would that be allowed to happen? And if if it hasn't happened already, I mean, do you guys still have that in your back pocket to put, put all you guys together? I think it's always there. You yeah. know, that's always something that people are going to remember. It's always something they're going to refer to. It's always something that they would like to see. So, you know, it's a timing thing. If the time's right for all parties involved, of course, we would love to do it. We don't, we don't really say no to anything. We, uh, we've always made the best of anything that came down the pike, but the Bullet Club, the club, whatever you want to call it, I mean, that's, that's an entity, man, so that's always there for us. And it's something, you know, we, we don't want to rush it. Because, you know, if we do it now, then there it is. You know, there's, you, know you, can, you can push this for, you know, a couple of years even. You know, who, who knows? But it's always there, and it's something that we know we can always go to, and the people are always going to like it. Oh, very awesome. Were you guys involved in any clubs in high school, or is this the Bullet Club, the first club you guys were part of? <laughs> no. Yeah, we, we played sports. We were athletic yeah. brothers. Yeah, no, no clubs. Or, or, <laughs> or are they going to go to any clubs in Memphis tonight after the show? 100%, yes. There we go. <laughs> Luke Gallows will, but I, I on Monday nights I, I put myself in, a, in a, what's it called, a jail. Yes. <laughs> Hotel jail. <laughs> I put myself in hotel prison on Monday nights, and I, I, I wake up in the morning, and I go home, and I... And I've been relaxed, and I'm feeling good. But Luke Gallows will be there. Oh, very cool. You guys have one of my favorite. I think you may be the most underrated entrance theme in WWE because everybody talks about Sinsuke and and AJ's and all these other entrance themes. But, like, you guys have an awesome entrance theme. And it got me thinking, like, okay, Enzo and Cass just broke up, and Enzo got to keep the entrance theme. Oh, here we go. And and the Shield broke up. Uh, Roman got to keep the entrance. Who's going to keep the entrance if you guys end up breaking up? Is there a prenup? Or is, is there yeah, a... They're, they're, well, one thing for sure is I think I don't, I just don't think we're going to break up. I just I don't I don't see a reason for that ever. Um, 
And I think if we did, I think we just would probably both get uh, our own cool interest music from different, you know what I mean? Yeah. But, hey, guys, but, don't yeah. mind Kevin, man. He's not one of the good brothers. He's always trying to stir the pot and break yeah, up tag teams. Brotherly Kevin. That was unbrotherly Kevin, you little nerd. <laughs> nerd. <laughs> so there's not, there's not a tag team prenup. Y'all didn't sign anything. Like, who gets what if y'all do break up? <laughs> Prenups are important. Prenups are, <laughs> are very important. If you don't have one, go get one now, guys. That's from the Good Brothers. Okay. Uh, wh- one thing I, I have to talk to you about, and then you talk about being being a nerd. I am a wrestling nerd, and wrestling nerds, he is. we love yeah. Southpaw Regional Wrestling. And for those who have not watched Southpaw Regional Wrestling, it's the YouTube series by WWE. It's pretty much it, – it's all, it's all built around the advertisers of Old Spice and Kentucky Fried Chicken, but it's like a 1980s uh, wrestling spoof with your current superstars playing different superstars. And you guys really are uh, some of the biggest stars of it. The only the very few of uh, of the superstars got invited back for season two. You guys are back in season two. Somehow your tag team is reunited. You guys were broke up in the first season. And <laughs> well, well, this is a prequel. So I don't, okay. I don't know if it, was, if it was explained well enough, but the, the, the second one that was released is actually a prequel to the first. Okay, that makes more sense. Yeah, they didn't break up, Kevin. Stop trying to break them up. So well, okay. So <laughs> Luke Gallows and yeah, Carl either Anderson. Way we'll, either way, we're working together, and we'll, and we'll make money somehow. I mean, we, uh, you know, we've been doing this before. There was Southpaw Regional Wrestling. We were making these videos in Japan, and long before that, to entertain each other. So, uh, wow. you know, it's just a real branch of our humor, I think, and uh, it's a good way to to focus on it and to show the world. I yeah. knew we were over when Stone Cold Steve Austin called me and put it over. So, yep. oh, yeah. yeah. What did he? What did he called you up just personally, and what did he say? He called me personally. I was in. I was in the grocery store. I looked down. My phone was ringing. I saw Stone Cold, and I went, "Yes." I answered it, and he goes, "Son, I got to talk to you about something." I said, "Yes, sir. What is it?" He goes, "Damn that uh, that that Southpaw Regional Wrestling was something special. You and that Chad, too bad laugh. Oh hell, that extended laugh. <laughs> oh God, I love that thing." You two were so damn funny. I got to get you on my podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Very nice, Uncle. But you, the, you know, Southpaw Regional Wrestling—it's Memphis. You know, this Memphis was a big Southern territory, and so much of the spoofs in there from the Top Gun stuff in the new, the newest uh, episodes is like such a, a a rip on the Memphis wrestling because it's just—it's that's what they did. They took but, what was popular in pop culture and tried to uh, make tag teams yeah. about it. It's really fun uh, if you have not watched the Southpaw Regional Wrestling because Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson they transform into Chad Too Bad and. Tex Ferguson together, they're Tex too bad. Yeah, watching watching that, I thought it was hilarious. It actually did remind me of old school Memphis wrestling a little bit, <laughs> to be honest I with guess you. I think it's kind of paying homage to it, tipping yeah. our hat to it, and showing how much we all still enjoy looking back on that stuff. You know, we, we both came up doing independence in the Southeast and stuff when we were, you know, basically teenagers, and we met a lot of these guys and a lot of characters who have the same qualities that the uh, characters we portray on Southpaw Regional Wrestling do. So that did exist, and it's kind of part of our lineage, and it's a great time to get to be able to do that. All right, we are talking with Tex Too Bad. Uh, that you guys have made it to Memphis, though. Unlike uh, your, your tag team, you have travel troubles. Did y'all have any travel Brother, troubles? We're rolling getting... into Memphis. We're here. We're ready to throw down. <laughs> <laughs> How does it how does it happen that you guys get to be a part of it? Because it is a very limited roster that gets to be involved with the uh, the Southpaw Regional Wrestling. Did they approach you? Know, there was a little thing called uh, something that rhymes with Tex Ferguson before there was a Southpaw Regional Wrestling. Right. So I have a sneaky little feeling that maybe the idea from the WWE came from a little character named Luke Gallows. <laughs> well, I do I do think that we were the first ones that they asked. So. Uh, I think they, I mean, they just they they knew us personally, knew that we we you know we we like to be involved in that. So and it, it was fun, love it. Do you you have a lot of creative control in that, or is it all is it totally scripted all the way? No zero script, none. Really? Wow. That Very impressive. Zero script. One take, zero script. We don't we don't need to do we, that. That comes out of our heads. We don't do two takes. How how many uh, seasons are we going to see of this show? I don't know. We I don't know. Yeah. We don't control that part of it, but I, if people are eating it up, so I would say that you'll see more of it. it will there? Will you think there will ever be a crossover where we'll see Tex Too Bad make an appearance? I hope so. Oh yeah, I'm for sure. I'm think, I hope so. I'm thinking we need to have a South Paul Regional Wrestling Battle Royal on one of the pay per views. Ooh, I like that. Like Let's a gimmick it. battle royal that they had at WrestleMania several years back. That'd be Hate cool, you, brother. Showdown in the swamp. Show email our boss. Me. Email Vince. See what he says. All right. Well, we'll yeah, s- I'm sure he'll return that email. <laughs> <laughs> we'll send an email to Vince McMahon for sure. The, uh, yeah, sure. So last time I'm watching it, just give me some behind the scenes. Now, did did uh, Chad Too Bad and Tex Ferguson get their? Because you guys had some car trouble. Did you get the car from Malibu Al, or is that did you not get yeah. the car from Malibu? It was yeah, from Malibu. Malibu Al sold us a lemon, 
so we're trying to work on some stuff as far as the lemon laws and different states and things of that nature. But Malibu Al got us. Uh, he tried to push a station wagon on us. Tech's too bad is not a station wagon driving duo. So we went the sports car route, and look what happened. Right, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. So you got to watch South Pole Regional Wrestling. It it, it is yeah, hilarious. It These sure. guys are the stars, and very very few of the guys got to come back for season two. But they, hey, Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson, they were back uh, reprising their characters. But I know you guys got a busy day today, so we're going to wrap this up. But I got to ask you uh, one more thing, and I just want you to say one thing uh, for me, and that would uh, be tell me what you would do to John Cena if you saw him. Beat up John Cena. Exactly. This is the one thing. The, the thing that started the move. Another movement we started that we don't really get to say anymore. But speed up, John Cena. But you know what? Tonight, if you want to see John. All right. So there, there you have it. Our interview. Our interview there with Gallows. And Anderson, awesome. Beat up John Cena. They got to beat up John Cena. How about that and Stone Roman Cold Reigns. impersonation? That was impressive. <laughs> the podcast. <laughs> Those uh, guys were really cool. Good stuff. And hey, I kind of like. Um, I think WWE was listening, and they said we've got to get South Pole Regional Wrestling involved. <laughs> but for some reason, they decided uh, Pelvis Wesley was the way to go. Uh, one of I'm the, glad you mentioned that important. because I've got to mention the King here. The King in Memphis. Uh, that was a big part of, of the show. How often do you get to go to Monday Night Wrestling in Memphis, Tennessee, this day and age, right? It's, yeah. his, it's history. It's part of our heritage, Monday Night Wrestling. We had Monday Night Wrestling, and just so be it, Booker T could not make it there because of unfortunate situation mm-hmm. going on in Houston. So I tweeted, they got to bring in the king, right? <laughs> and the king was there. And they, they, they realized that as well. The king was the third man in the broadcast booth. You got I to loved see. it. It was awesome. But next time, King, don't call Pelvis Wesley to do your dirty work. Go down to the ring and beat up Elias yourself, man. That's what's been successful. Well, it was cool to have the king back in the booth. You got to, I had to make sure I was in the building for King to be introduced to you know out to everybody and have the crowd chant Jerry. And then, of course, King got involved a little bit later on with Elias Sampson, which at first we were a little worried that we weren't going to see him perform because he was in the Battle Royal, but yeah. he did end up coming out. I wanted to hear him sing, a, sing about Memphis. Right. And, of course, the, the king bringing out an Elvis impersonator is so WWE. WWE in Memphis, but uh, that wasn't the best thing. But I do like to see, this is very interesting, like, do these universes exist in the same universe? Like, the WWE universe and the South Pole Regional Wrestling universe, they haven't crossed paths yet. And this was the first time, so that was a little mind-boggling. But it's cool to see the, the King back on Monday night, and I listened back when I watched the show. I watched most of the, sh- the Raw on television afterwards, and the King did a really good job, and his reviews yeah. were really good. People awesome. were happy to have him there. And uh, his, his line at the end of the show, So if you haven't watched it, go back and watch the very right. end, where he is, uh, just thinks that Nia Jack slipped. He's like, oh, no, did she slip? Like, it's, a, it's just hilarious. And there's uh, breaking show. news this week. Right, breaking news in the past 24 hours. It could involve yeah. the king, maybe. Will Lawler be coming to SmackDown Live, I wonder. JBL out at SmackDown. Apparently Not by, by WWE. Yeah. It was his choice. His choice to leave SmackDown. So there's that open chair uh, for SmackDown Live, and they had to use the King this week when they needed him. Will he at least have a temporary role in SmackDown Live? Hey, no. I don't see why not. Especially after Monday, he definitely still has it. Or, sure. or try out some new people. I would love for them yeah, to see a rotation. You know, I know of, a young guy, some... that uh, good-looking young guy. He, he may or me? may not have been a two-time me? Mr. Tennessee. Oh, that's not me. A CW30 star, you know. But we were. It I was. Re- it was really cool <laughs> that the timing worked out for Jerry Lawler to be involved with Monday Night Wrestling in Memphis, Tennessee, as part of that role. It was a good role. I give it. It was a great show. I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad I was there for it. Hopefully, you got to go. Lawler there said well. on his podcast, he got a call from call from Michael Cole saying, "Hey, get your ass down here to the forum. You're calling Raw." <laughs> He's like, "All right, I'll be there." So never know what's going to happen when WWE's in. All right, that is our show today. Uh, we are off next week for football, so we'll hey, be yeah. back. The SEC football. Ball on in our slot next week. We'll be back on in two weeks. But I do want to thank everybody listening today for CJ Hurt and Dustin Five Star. I'm Kevin Cerrito saying so long from high atop Mount Moran. <laughs> <laughs>